You're listening to the Intimacy Uncovered podcast, where we discuss intimacy, romance, foreplay, and sex-positive topics with your hosts, Ryan Whitfield and Lex Harris. Welcome to the Intimacy Uncovered podcast show. I'm Ryan. I'm Lex. Lex. Uh, What's up? This, this show has, has given us so much opportunity to have the most candid conversations yes. talking about dating talking about sex mm-hmm. talking about relationships just connecting just everything that you can think of when That's it right. comes to that and um I, I think the the wow factor for this week is that um one of our previous episodes which is episode six um which is single sex versus Man. couple sex has been on fire oh my goodness a thousand oh, really feeling thousand, this one yeah a thousand uh, views or listens yeah um, which we appreciate in the last week yeah um so if you guys want to tune in feel free soundcloud uh itunes mm-hmm. you can do it we have it on youtube as well yes and you can go to our facebook page absolutely we appreciate you guys yes. so much the love has been very appreciated stay connected yes for so, sure so listen before we even start the show one thing that i kind of that's been on my mind what is that mind? but the thing that's been on my mind is um emptying your recycle bin Emptying your recycle bin. Yeah. That's, yeah. I like this one. Good yeah. boy. So, emptying recycle bin. Uh huh. Before I feel like we get into a new dating situation, uh-huh. a new relationship, or even before we even cross that threshold of mm-hmm. marriage, um, I think it's important that we empty our recycle bin. Yeah. And empty the recycle bin of, of things that have happened in the past. Okay. Because a lot of times, and this one just particular, what, what, I guess what sparked this is that I had this one scenario where... That's right, um, get candid. Yeah, I got to get candid. <laughs> I had a friend that was actually um, involved in the uh, the situation that just happened in Houston. Oh, wow. So okay. I reached out to her, mm-hmm. you know, just to say, hey, wanted to check on you, make sure all was well. Right. So as I'm communicating with her... Mm-hmm. She brings back up something that when me and her may have dated, uh-huh. which was 10 years ago. Wow. She brought up like, oh, I still remember X, Y, Z. Wow. So as, as I'm looking at my phone, I'm thinking, I genuinely just reached out to just see how this person was. So going. was this thing, I'm sorry, I just want to clarify something. Okay. That she remembered, it was just like something like that went on in you guys. Uh, like when we first started dating. Well, no, it was no relationship. Oh, we dating. had just dated. Uh-huh. We just started dating. Okay. And I think something happened. Something that I may have done that she may have. That she didn't like. That she didn't like. Okay, I got you. So I'm saying 10 years later, mm-hmm. uh, uh, flooding in Houston. Why? <laughs> She still hasn't emptied her damn recycle bin. Obviously not, huh? And, and I'm saying this, and I, I want to start the yeah. show off by saying this because I think it's a positive thing. Yeah. Whenever you empty your recycle bin, mm-hmm. you you actually are purging those events. You are from being a part of making you make decisions going forward. Like, don't That's get right. me wrong, you're not for, for, forgetting the situation. Right. You're forgiving yourself and the person, uh-huh. and at the same time, you're allowing yourself to experience new things and not allow those things that happened to you in the past yeah. to kind of well, hinder you can't you. grasp anything new without letting something go. But I mean, you know? so, 10 years. I'm reaching out to check in. I'm reaching out just to just see if your well-being like, is, is flooding yes. where you're at. And, and she was actually displaced. Wow. So I'm like, you, you're focusing in on that, but ten years people change, I evolve. You a whole yeah, new person, exactly. So, so yeah, so guys, listen. Empty That's a good your, point, Ryan. Empty you your damn recycle that. bin. That's like, a seriously. very excellent yeah. point. Thanks for support. 
helping us out. Yes. That's a nice little I concept. Want this, yeah, there. I wanted to start, you're start right. the People show. People have, like you said, this baggage that they hold on to. Yeah. And it's not healthy, you know, and it's not helpful healthy. when you're trying to connect because guess what? That baggage is tapping you on your shoulder like, oh, this thing, Remember this. the same thing Remember happened to this, this person? Yes. Or, you know, so I, that was helpful. Yes. All right, Ryan. So, you ready to hear what we got going on for today? I'm ready. I'm hyped. All right. So, this one is good, man. I think this is going to be helpful as okay. we piggybacking off a you, couple sex verses. You, episode six. This was <laughs> I know. Tough. What you well, got? Listen. So, this one is, uh, are you having enough sex? Okay. This, yes. this, this one. This one right oh, yes. here. Yeah, yeah. This oh, one, yes. That's, that's, a, that's, a serious, that's a serious topic. Right yeah. Here. I think that was good for us to kind of yeah. piggyback off of that, right? We're yeah. Single sex versus couple sex. All right. So, we're going to get into that. Then we have a story. Just do it. Okay. Very appropriate. I feel like we're taking action. <laughs> then we're going to go ahead and spiral into the side chick factor. Oh, Yikes. yeah. About to get a real candy. I know nothing about episode. I know nothing about that. Nothing, nothing about, about that. I know a few, but I don't know. I don't, I bet yeah. You better not know nothing about that. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't, know what is, I don't know what a side chick is. Yes. So we're going to go ahead and get into that one. And then we're going to meddle things on out with Pillow Talk. Cool. Sound cool. good? All right. All right. Stick around. Be right back. Yes. All right, Ryan. So, I don't know if you caught this lately, but OWN has like this series going on. Okay. Um, I think I've seen it. I think I've seen it. I think I've seen I've seen it, but I don't think I've watched all of the episodes. Okay. I think so, I've seen like a glimpse or preview of it. Okay. Let me tell you. So, it's Black Love, right? Okay. And so, you know, it's lately been like a hashtag people been using. So, I think they kind of created this little series off of that. But anyway, so the people who created this interviewed a bunch of different couples, okay. celebrity couples, um, and just kind of got their uh, perspective on, you know, relationships, dating, um, and moreover marriage. Okay. So one of the things that came up when they were like questioning the couples was about sex. Okay. Right. And how often, you know, should you have sex? And, um, you know, what does that look like? And how does that play a role into me wanting to continue to be with this person? Um, so, yeah, I thought we could go ahead and put that one on the table. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm ready to I'm ready slap to, that one yeah, down. I'm, I'm, ready to, I'm ready to dive into that one. I'm ready to dive into <laughs> Yes, in. sir. So, you know what I mean? So, the person, one of the couples said that they have a rule. Okay. okay. Whereas though they have sex at least two times at minimum. Um, a week and that's the rule you know so it could be more but they definitely make sure that they have it at least twice and one thing I really appreciate about what uh, one of the, the uh, wife said was she initiates you know what I mean or whatever mm. even if she don't necessarily feel like it she'll initiate and um, so I thought that was good because sometimes you be tired I know like myself right. I'm guilty of that and you don't feel like initiating it so yeah I want to know how often people out here having sex you know well you know what <laughs> We when when we first started working on the book, right? We did a survey, and the majority of the people that were either single in relationships or married, uh huh, came back, and the average was like twice a month. You're right. Yeah, it was like twice. A, yeah, it was like twice a month. So for me, twice a month. Yeah, me personally, I think it should. I think the setting that I was set it on. I mean, the two two times a week is 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 good. Yeah. I just like it uh, on demand. All right. I like right it now. sex on demand. I mean, sex honestly, on, on demand. demand. Sex on demand. I think that's a, a happy medium for both parties. Meaning, like, that's a happy medium. <laughs> yeah, it's a happy medium. I, mean, I, I it's I don't no, think that's a medium. <laughs> I think. That, <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just saying, I think that's a good way of approaching it because the the two time a rule, mm-hmm. I mean a two time a week rule. I mean that's good. Uh-huh. I think that's a medium. That's that, okay. That's a medium. I, well, I, yours is that's your medium, and mine's is my medium. So, I, the biggest thing is this, uh-huh. in my personal experience. Okay. Getting candid. I love get it. candid. I I I really have, I I haven't had that happen. Haven't had what happen. Ever that it be an issue? It's always okay. been an on demand thing, well, right? Wonderful. Well, and the, no, I'm saying, and the reason why is I think it goes back to previous podcasts okay. of what we talked about. Uh-huh. They all felt free. Mm-hmm. Um, if they wanted to tap into any of their inhibitions, mm-hmm. they I mean that was open. Right. The other thing is, is that. I was connected with those people. Okay. And that's one of the key things is being connected. So, right. you know, if, if I'm dating or I'm in a relationship with somebody, I'm paying attention to what's going on with this person. Right. And if I know that they're having a hard day at work, the biggest thing, and we share this in the book, is that I want to do something to take away from that person's day mm-hmm. and put them in the mood to want to have sex. Right. So when you, the whole thing about sex sometimes is is when you actually get in that relationship is kind of creating the mood. That's like when you're dating, it's like I want so much of you, you want so much of me. Right. But then once you say, "All right, you're mine and I'm yours." It changes the dynamics and it's like, "All right, well, how do we keep this thing fresh? How do right. we keep it going?" As you continue, as as things start to mellow out yes. and the pattern starts to be consistent, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, that's key. Yeah, that's that key. is it's a major key, and I mean, I think this is real because like that's what happens. You're right. You get into you know a relationship. Routines. Yeah, you get into your routine, and it's just like okay, you know, before you know it, you look up like, dang, we had sex all week, right. or, you know what I mean? Or, you know, just things happen. So really finding, like you said, the medium with that part is imperative, you know, and I know that, you know, from my perspective, getting candid, right? you know, um, I know, you know, sometimes for me and mine, you know, it gets difficult because we get busy and you, when, you know what I'm saying? You have other things in the mix too going on, um, you know, trying to figure out and make sure both needs are being met is like something that we really have to kind of, like you said, make sure we're paying attention to. Um, like, so we have a joke or whatever, right. like when somebody hasn't had something or, or, or when we know somebody wants something. Right. So we'd be like, yo, you need a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. That, that's the code. Hashtag, yo, you need a Snickers, yo. You got an attitude for all right. day. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Got so you. that's, that's the okay. code or whatever. So you got to be able to read your, your person like that too, I think is what I'm trying to okay, show. So now, 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 Listen, if Snickers uh, is listening, we need we, listen, need, yeah, we, we need, need that sponsorship. Yeah, we need that sponsorship. <laughs> no, listen, that's a good one. I like yeah. that one. So no, now I want to say this. I think just there's a lot of key from from a male's perspective. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of key points and times when you know when you can set it up. If you're really looking for some, but it does help. Please give us these points. Come on, these points. Now I'm a, I give you a couple. Yes, go. You got to. You can easily catch her when she gets out the shower. All I, right. I pointed that out before. That is a good one. I, when you get out the shower, <laughs> first thing in the morning, that bathroom, you could just leave that note. Like if she, you could, you go to the bathroom between the night, you could just say freshen up and leave the mouthwash out, <laughs> right? So when you give, she gets back in that bed. If she got that mouthwash, you already know what time it is, right? <laughs> Another time is if you go out uh-huh. 
you can set it up and bring that person back something like, hey, I got you something, right? right. And they're going to be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like, nah, it's not that I just right. got you something. I got you, you up. Got you I did, something. I got you, yeah, I got you something. So those are some of like the simple things you can do. Right. But I think the biggest thing is we all got stuff on our mind. Yeah. And I think when it comes to having sex, mm-hmm. for, for, for me, I'm always thinking about yeah. it. And I know most people are. But how do I get it to the front Four. of my thoughts? Not the back. The yeah. front. It's, it's doing something to show that person, hey, I'm thinking about this. Yes. You know what I mean? That is so true. It could be a massage. That it could be, key. hey, I ran your water. It could be, hey, I like, you know, try these, I like these new shoes. When you give somebody something, mm. it immediately opens the door up like that. I don't care what it is. It's mm. like a new pair of shoes or something. Right. When somebody gives you something, you feel like, I want to give you something back. Right. So that's my thought process. And that's no, how that's I think true. about it. You're absolutely right. And even like you said, something so minor or small, even as though, you know, you know what? I know this your favorite glass of wine. I know this your favorite. I mean, just your favorite. doing a gesture. Yeah, like this is for you. Relax. Yeah, you just doing that kind of gesture. Literally. You. Yes, it literally <laughs> says you were thinking about doing something to either lighten my load or make me feel better. Right. You know what? You, oh, you want to have sex? So you, I want right. you to just my well, this, the door is open. Yeah, so yeah. if you guys are listening, that's and, so true, taking right. notes on that, that's key. That, so. That's a turn off from women. You know what I'm saying? Because even when we feeling like dead tired or you know. Just like oh. come out with it. Listen, it can be t- it, your bedtime can uh-huh. be ten fifty nine, right? And if I pop out and have a purse for you, oh yeah, it's going down tonight. <laughs> yes, I mean, baby, I was great go to sleep now. <laughs> now you got me this purse. You're so Absolutely. excited! Oh my god, come here, let me give you some nightcap. That's yes. how did those. But those, I mean, not even, I don't even want people to think like like on long. I, I get your point, but I don't want people to think we thinking like on the concept of you gotta buy me something in order for me to be into it. But I'm just saying, like, I mean, women, we will really literally just be like, yo, you know, the smallest thing you do could eventually turn us on, you know what I'm saying, whatever, and be like, you know what, I found an extra win, you know what I'm saying, just by, you know, making sure, like you said, our water was ran or like, you know, I don't know. Well, I did the dishes for you. I did. You know know what it is? It's it's taking something off of the other person's plate. That's right. I think that's what it is. You can add it to the plate. Yeah. You can add the D now. Exactly. (laughs) You can add a Snickers. Listen, you can add the Snickers to the plate. (laughs) Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. You know, I think that's really helpful from the lens of a woman, rather. You know, like that, it, it really turns us on. Well, listen, I hope you guys have enjoyed this segment. Uh, if you're having sex in your relationships or dating or in your marriage. Which you should be. Which you should be. <laughs> the happy medium, from my standpoint, mm. is on demand. Yeah, I wanted to get back to this whole on demand thing. Yeah. Actually, we're not going to just ease on out of well, this that's without me okay. kind of going in on you a little bit. Just because uh, I need some clarification on this okay. on demand. That was a nice try. Um, on demand, Ryan. So, if... I mean, since you've had all these grand experiences of yeah. on demand, okay, should it happen like if your partner is like, well, you know, I'm give me a not- scenario and I'm gonna say on demand. I'm gonna just give you the it's gonna be on demand. Just give me. Scenarios. So let's just say she's not feeling it because maybe she's just like she's sick. She's sick. Or- That's a pass. You get a pass. Okay. Or if or- you're sick, you get a pass. Maybe she's just her mind really just isn't there because like for sex, some people like it's really mental. You know what I'm saying or whatever. And I'm gonna get so- it right. So, I'm gonna get it right. We're doing a massage. Uh-huh. Um, I'm gonna I'm I'm break out my tools that I use oh, from the book. Oh. That I'm telling you that it is. I haven't had a problem yet. Oh, you have. I haven't had a problem. No, I haven't had a problem. Yet. Not, yet. Had oh a problem wow! Yet. So listen, guys. This is, I'm serious. Like you literally have to understand what makes that person tick. Mm-hmm. And I, see, the other thing is this: 
if your sex is good with this mm-hmm. person, they who doesn't want to feel good? <laughs> That's true. That's so true. if the sex is not that good, mm-hmm. then you're not going to be ready to be on demand. So if the sex is uh-huh. good, the connection uh-huh. is good. If she's feeling sick, okay, mm-hmm. my focus is not on the sex. Is helping her get better, mm-hmm. so you can get so back we to can this. get back to the sex. <laughs> so it's always it's always something to lead you back to getting it back to uh, on demand. Yeah. So if you want to give me another scenario, I'll happily answer. But like I said, on yeah, demand. Like, is- so okay, so like I said, because like I said, some people mentally just aren't they. You know what I'm saying? Or just may have had so much going on in their day or preoccupied with something else that they just not there mentally to want to participate, you know, just maybe that day or whatever, you know, they just like, you know what? I just need a mental break. I mean, those, those, those don't happen, happen that often. Mm -hmm. And if they did have a mental breakdown or needed a mental breakdown, well, not breakdown, but I'm saying they had a mental just like, I just, you know, I like going on to work, you know what? My mind is not here. See, that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And if I'm in your life, I'm, I'm, I, I should be the person that relieved you that when you come uh-huh. home it's peace yes. so if you said listen I had a long day at work I mean mm-hmm. they really wore me out listen whatever I have to do mm-hmm. to get you out of that space mm-hmm. I'm willing to do it so that means that if, if I gotta iron your clothes wash your clothes wash your back wash okay. your hair wash your behind uh-huh. <laughs> See, you see how I always leave back. Yeah, I wash that ass for you. Yeah, listen, I might have to wash that ass for you. Yes, listen, you might get a bath and then they might end in the shower. I'm just telling you. Then you bring your ass yeah, in the bed. Yeah, you bring your ass in the bed. Listen, think about it. Yeah. The whole entire time you explaining this to me, right. I'm literally thinking about how I would break this yeah, scenario down. Right. So, what happens is, say, for instance, you're having mm-hmm. a, a, a rough day. Mm-hmm. I don't catch you in the shower. Right? right, I'll catch you when you get out. You gotta put lotion on, uh-huh. and I will be there with the lotion, ready to lotion you up. She and didn't want to sleep ashy that night, you know. What I'm that's fine. I'll just do her back. <laughs> <laughs> just do your back. But like so, I said, does the same rule apply then for you? Like so, okay. Let's say your significant other um, never have a problem. Okay. It's always so if they be like, "Yo, oh, I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. You stay ready all the time." Oh, so that's right. the key. You know what? That's the key. Stay ready. The, the key is for guys is to stay ready. But this will lead to less um, cheating. Mm-hmm. Is if a woman can keep her man down. Oh, keep right. your man down is no way another woman can get it up. He gonna be like, I ain't got no energy. Okay, so we gonna definitely get into that. Yeah, I'm just, that's, that's going, you know, that's another whole. Another well, thing. I'm just throwing it out there. We I'm gonna just move telling right into that with this side chick thing in a minute. Okay, but you know, I don't want to just blanketly say that. I'm gonna, yeah, I got a debate for that one. Okay, right? okay, because well. you know, at the same token, it takes two. I agree with you. Okay. You do got to step up to the plate, and that's where that happy medium comes in. Now, you know what I mean. You gotta have. Your medium, and that's what I really appreciated about that conversation from the black love thing. Because if you don't have that, then you're right. That's when stuff starts spiraling kind of out of control. It can go one way or the other. I think that, that so so just to just like in this, I think the the rule was good because I gave I guess I gave it a rock bottom of mm-hmm. like like we can't get to this and yeah. we both agree on this. I think for me, um, I like to have that strong connection, and I mean if if that was the kind of if I had to go there and use that rule, mm-hmm. then something's wrong because I'm normally on demand. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it is for me personally. Okay. You know what I mean? So I'm normally on demand, but at the rock bottom, it would definitely be right. twice that's, a week that, gotcha. that rule. So I mean, that's a good rule. Okay. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed yeah. this segment. We dove into a lot. Um, 
you you feel free to use our new hashtag. Uh, have you had your Snickers? <laughs> <laughs> Shared by Lex. But listen, stick around because listen, we're coming back and we're getting into this whole story of just doing it, right? Yes. Okay, so stick around. We'll be right back. All right. All right, and we are back with our story, Ryan. I'm and ready. It's called Just Do It. All right. You ready to go? I'm ready. All right. I've been married to my wife for five years. She's an amazing mother to our child and a good wife in the sense that she keeps our home up, loves to cook, and care for our family, and is usually really supportive and so on. However, things um, things in the bedroom are very inconsistent, pretty much non-existent. non-existent. Yikes. I know. We don't have sex as often as I would like. I eat every day. Oh, he's an on-demand person. <laughs> like you, huh? <laughs> That's my guy. <laughs> and she's not big on giving head. Woo. Yikes. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you heard me correctly. I'm talking every blue moon, damn near twice a year. She was a virgin when we met and married, and I felt like I was fortunate, like I had this unicorn. I mean, honestly, there aren't many virgins these days. Here I am thinking I can mold her sexually since she's not really experienced, but it's really been an uphill battle. I love my wife, and I don't want to stray. However, I'm beyond sexually frustrated, and I really, I'm really losing my patience. I find my eyes wandering more and more. Any helpful feedback? This is Keith in North Carolina. Sheesh. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, well, listen. It's a tough one. Well, you know what? Not, <laughs> not just really. normally, just not not even that it's just tough. Yeah. What I was gonna say is that I think when you marry somebody, or when you date somebody, mm-hmm. or when you even get in a relationship with them, um, and you can kind of you know feed fill fill in on the marriage part. Right. But from the relationship, and I mean the dating relationship, mm-hmm. these are conversations that I think you have. Mm-hmm. And you know, like you know, what's what's your sexual endeavors? Like, Why? what do you like to do? So, it's one of those things that you mm-hmm. kind of ask those questions, so that way you can kind of have a like. You know, I ask those questions, like, Why? what's some of the things that you do, or what's your your do's or your your not do's, or Why are you deal breakers? Yeah, what's the deal breakers when yeah. it comes to that? Because if not, then what happens is, there's no way I'm gonna marry somebody and get all the way to that point. And then all of a sudden, they tell me they don't do head or they don't do that. That's just, those are conversations we have from dating. Yeah. I'm not going to get in a relationship and then merge and then all of a sudden, like, you know what I mean? I agree with you completely. Now, the fact that they're in a relationship or uh, they are married now, the thing is, is that a lot of times when people don't want to do something, Mm -hmm. there's a reason. So he got to find out whether or not. Is something that you know may have been that happened to her as a child. What, what's turning her off when it comes to the head? Why? Because exactly. if it comes to pleasing your partner, most of the time you you, you should have that type of feeling and connection with that person. Why? You, you know, you should want should. you should have a want to want to do that. But you if should. you're not, then you got to just ask a question why. why? So you it may should. not be nothing wrong with her. It may just be need to be some adjustment. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with her. I do think that she is definitely, since she's a virgin, she's very limited in her right. experiences, obviously, right? She needs the and, book. And he, but yeah, which thank you, shout out. And she needs to subscribe to the podcast. Absolutely. So she's very limited in her experiences. So, you know, like you said, ideally, that is the best practice, trying to kind of do some recon around those things prior to getting into something as deep and deeply committed as like marriage. Um, but now that they're in it, you know, I think that as her husband, he has full autonomy to really bring his thoughts to her and be like, listen, listen, I want to experience these things with you. I want is 
us to have this sort of sex life. You know what I mean? And really have a really open um, dialogue with her about it. You know, because sometimes what happens to people, um, Ryan, is people will try to spare feelings. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't want to hurt someone's feelings or they don't, they think maybe they may take it the wrong way. Or since she is or was a virgin, maybe he doesn't want to feel as though, you know, he he's demeaning her anyway by saying, you're not satisfying me. So we really don't know. This is all he gave us. But a lot of times people do that. So I think sometimes like, and especially for the situation, he's going to have to communicate and be direct, you know, because he doesn't want to wander. He doesn't want to stray, but he wants his needs met. You know what? This, this might be a time to share. And, and for, for me, if I was in his position, what I would do is I would go about one opening the door to see like where we at with it. Like, why is it not being done? Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, do you have an issue with it? And I would support her with, like, maybe you need to go to a class yeah. and, and and speak to other married, married women right. that may have been virgins or maybe have, don't have a lot of experience with it, but they wanted to please their partner. So what they did is they decided to, you know, in, indulge in, like, extracurricular activities to try to find ways to become more, like, Mark experience with yeah, it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think she, you know she probably. I'm pretty sure I would Porn venture out to say. Porn will too. Porn, Porn will help. I would venture to say he's probably have had at least a discussion with her about like, especially the head part. I'm pretty right. sure. And you're right. I think that maybe that whole class thing or talking. She about needs to be women. around other people that they kind of that they're going to that same thing of saying you know what right. it's it's because some people feel like it's it's it's, it's a, they feel that they feel turned off by it. Right. Some people. You know, and I mean, it's some it's some people, it's a mental thing. So I think getting the book, cop, go ahead and cop that. Yeah, cop the book because we definitely talk about knowing yourself and knowing your partner. Exactly. And go into very explicit detail with visuals. With visuals. On, you know, how, you know, you can do the various things when, you know, pleasing your partner orally um, and sexually for that yeah, matter. That is true. <laughs> so I think that that would be helpful too um, in this particular case. And I think, Keith, go ahead. If you love her, man, make sure you're communicating with her. Communication is key. Don't, you know, suppress any of those feelings and allow yourself to get further frustrated. You know, if this is someone you obviously love and really, really care about, you know, you y'all can make it work. Y'all just got to you gotta be patient with one another and be willing. You That's know? true. That's so. true. Listen, my hat goes off <laughs> to you. Listen, hold on. <laughs> to, to hold on to the situation because listen, that is a tough one. I'm that is honest. a tough one. It's yeah. a tough one. Yes, that's it's a tough, tough one because I don't know if I'd have got all the way to the altar without no head. Yeah, that but you know what? I mean, I. People think sometimes, like he said, you know, he got this virgin. He's like, wow, I'm the only guy. You know? I'm with that. And but like, we're going to have a conversation to say, listen, uh -huh. once we get married, these are the things that I like. So at least. But she might have hit him with the whatever no, you like. No, the little no, joint. No, like, no, no, okay. No. She was surprised. I mean, they may have had that conversation. And she might have hit him with the, okay, the little coming to marriage joint, whatever you like. I got you because I'm a virgin. I don't want no different. So, nah, we're going to look at some stuff. We're oh, gonna, but you yeah, going to be like... Gonna, nah, we're going to be like, let me show you some stuff. Let me show you when... Listen, I, I can't right. wait to Saturday. I can't wait to Saturday because remember that video I showed you a whole week? That I, I texted you. Remember that video? I'm looking so forward to that. So, from... So, listen. We learn how to... Listen, think about it. We learn how to drive a car 
by doing what? It starts off with the visual. The mm-hmm. visual of us riding with somebody else, Work. seeing how it is, getting mm-hmm. comfortable with it. Then guess what? We become nervous and we get behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. And after we get behind the wheel, mm-hmm. guess what? We become comfortable doing it. Mm-hmm. So that's the same process. You can watch these videos. You can get comfortable seeing it. Uh-huh. And then once we get married, Friday, Saturday, we about to kick it off. Lovely. So we're going to get started with the practice. Uh-huh. So listen, I hope you guys have yes. enjoyed this segment, this Absolutely. story. I hope, Keith, you got enough insight from both of us I know yes so um, you know give us a second and we'll be right back after this brief message that's right (laughs) yo so Ryan this is like actually a perfect segue into our next topic that I wanted to bring to your attention so have you heard about this reality show okay so it's a reality series that spotlights side chicks Yo, and it's like they have one for Charlotte, they have one for Atlanta, and it's called The Real Side Chicks. So, my thing about this Real Side Chicks. I can't. It's, it's, it was, I, they're deeming it as like this positive thing, or not even deeming it, but they're kind of displaying it like it's this, this great thing to be. Yeah, they have like their whole platform now. It's like. You know what? It seems like. They're doing this to kind of shed light on the whole thing that, you know, a lot of people out here, mm-hmm. you know, creeping and things like that. Um, it just goes back to show that it's more of a, if something's not right in your relationship, mm-hmm. it kind of says, okay, these people are here to facilitate. These people. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. These people are there to facilitate uh, these experiences that you're not getting. Like, yeah. So, so. I want to piggyback too off of what you said um, not too, a few minutes ago too about that. Like, because you were like, you know, if someone really isn't giving that attention there, you know, at home, they kind of crack the door open. They do. I mean, that just goes back to any any type of situation that from dating relationships mm-hmm. to to marriage, any type of com- connection that you have. Mm-hmm. We talk about this, and we talk about what the meaning of intimacy is. Is that it's an ongoing thing. It's, it's, it's always it's a it's, it's nothing that's you, you know you you get intimacy at the first. Oh, I was intimate the first week I met you, and then it dies. Like then that means that your connection with that person dies. I think that. You have to really put a lot of energy and use tools and tips mm-hmm. to keep the connection going with the person. You absolutely do. It's no question that relationships are work. You know what I mean? Good relationships have the right tools and the right amount of effort on each side being put in day in and day out. You, I mean, no and that's, that's, that's the key. The key is the side chicks are just saying, you know what? I really can't believe it. Yeah, but no, this is what the side chick thing is saying. It's saying that I think it's two things. Mm-hmm. One, I just want what I want. Right. Okay. The person who I'm with doesn't take the ne- my needs mm-hmm. that I have, mm-hmm. and it's not at the top of their priority list. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, I mean, you're going to get that. I mean, you, the whole thing is you got to communicate about it. Yeah. So, I, th- I agree with you on the factor that, you know, I mean, I think for the side chick, that you're right. Um, not every side chick, I guess, some people be like, you know, they have low self-esteem and all the other stuff. You know, actually, sometimes they can just quite be very selfish in the right. in that way that, you know what, I don't want to do all this other stuff. I would just rather, you know, get my need met when I want to get it met, right. you know, on my terms. And, like, somebody else can do that other 
stuff that he may need. So, so my question, what my thing would be this: How long do you you is is like when you're a side chick? Is it like a term, like like <laughs> like Congress or like presidential term? Like it's like are you a side chick for like four years? Like do you do <laughs> terms? No, because what happens is. At some point, and, and listen, I, I know a few side chicks. Mm-hmm. And, no, seriously, I know a few. Okay. And it was great. Life, listen, life was great mm-hmm. when it was a side chick. I mean, they were going on trips. Okay. They were doing all these things. Like, it was like the escape of the escape. They was doing all these wonderful things. Who was, like, having a good time? The chick or the Both. She okay. was she was rewarding. She was, she was, she was benefiting right. from, you know, this guy saying, look... I need to bring this situation away from home, so let's go out of town, and I'll have fun with you. So that's what it seems like it is, though. Think about it. If you really, if I really think about the side chick thing, the thing is, is what do I deal with with my partner? I deal with the real stuff, right? And the real stuff is. I deal with if somebody's sick, yeah. if somebody dies, right. if somebody gets married. I'm right. dealing with the real life experiences, mm-hmm. but then you, I, we turn to this person when I just want to have fun. So the fun. The fun factor, huh? The fun factor. Right. But the thing of building and connecting and having that intimacy with somebody should still be fun too. I mean, exactly. it's work, it is but work. it's fun. And you can't escape that. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, and honestly, I'm just being real. Like, that goes hand in hand. So it's kind of like you can't pick and choose, you know, what it is you're going to sign up for. Like when you decide to sign up for this, you know, you you choose everything that goes with it. It's just how you kind of finesse it all. But I, I so when you meet somebody and the way we kind of explain and share with people about how to, you know, build a connection. Yeah. Is it's, it's multiple parts. Yeah. And not one part is not one way, it's not one type of intimacy, it's five. And by you tapping into each one, it gives you room to fall to another one if one gets weak to kind of so rebuild true. you back up. Because think about it. If so we true. started off doing a few of these things, mm-hmm. let's say a few outings that we were doing, right. or if you started off being um you know affectionate with uh-huh. me, and then you stop. Now, you can easily find out why we're not affectionate with each other mm-hmm. no more. Is, is it something that I did? Something you did? Yeah. Like, what's in the way of us getting back to that? Mm-hmm. A lot of times, it's like that little non-conversation that we had right. type of moment. Communication. Yeah. So, that's key. So You're right. And so, I mean, I think that you're right. And then it, it leaves kind of like the door crack when we experience these things and we don't um, kind of bring that necessary attention to it. That necessary attention to it. Then, the, you know... The side chick can kind of, you know, maybe make their debut, you know what I mean? Because that's what happens, that whole 80-20 thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, this part start looking a little good because I'm missing that particular part. But you brought up a valid point because sometimes those parts in relationship will go low. Like, because, like we say in the book, you know, intimacy is an ongoing process, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's forever flowing, so there are times where you will experience peaks and lows. You know what I mean with certain things. I got a story to tell. All right, I'm coming clean on this one, and uh, I, you know, I, I feel like in order for us to really be more relatable, I, I, I have I to. I want shit. you to come clean. We love I'm coming clean. clean. All right, so listen, <laughs> it happened. So in one of my relationships, we were long distance. Okay. And at this time in my in my career, mm-hmm. I had just got promoted to a position of 
some some somewhat of some power. Right. And I was I was in this position, and it was working. With, I was working for a celebrity, and I had you know been given this position of power. So I, I was extra confident. Okay. In myself. <laughs> I was the very, the very rare form of Marcus for real. I was Marcus. All I right, literally, like, right. I had got the promotion. Shout out to Boomerang. Yes. So here's what happened. I'm out. Okay. I meet this young lady. Uh huh. And the alcohol played a part in it. But long story short, I was in a relationship and I went out and I met this young lady. Yeah. And I think, you know, with just being out and been drinking, um, Things went further than they should have. Okay. All and right. what I mean by that is that I ended up cheating. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. listen, I cheated for two weeks. Two weeks? Two weeks. Okay. Girlfriend had no clue. Really? She had no clue. All right. Because she was out of state. Ah. Uh, so. Okay. But I cheated for two weeks. Listen, I woke up two weeks and said, what the hell am I doing? Mm-hmm. Right? I literally woke up and said, what am I doing? And I cut the thing off. Okay. I cut it off. Now, I cut it off for a few reasons. Yeah. I was being selfish at that time. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I didn't know how to occupy my time, being that my girlfriend at the time lived out of state. Okay. So. That's fair. Yeah. So, the biggest thing is that I think she was ignoring my needs. The Who was? The girlfriend out of state was ignoring my needs. Okay. Meaning that, saying, being that I was out of state. I needed for her to make that effort to, to see me just as much as I made that effort to see her. Gotcha. So when that wasn't met, someone else was there to kind of fulfill that. Sure. But I didn't have any tools and I wasn't aware of myself of knowing that me doing this, I'm fulfilling myself, mm-hmm. but I was actually still damaging right. that relationship. You're fulfilling yourself but taking away from Yeah, you. I was taking away from the relationship. Mm-hmm. So um, I ended it after two weeks. I did eventually get caught. Um, I got caught not because of anything Yikes. that I did, but the young lady had left a voicemail <gasps> on my phone. <laughs> and listen, I wasn't even checking About it. what? I think she said she wanted to do some type of oh. act with me. She's trying to get you back, brother. No, this was during the time. Oh. oh. This was during the Did two weeks. Did a voicemail? I didn't listen to him. Come on now. If you're going to do, you can't. No, it wasn't even sure that. No, but no, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I should have, I should have. <laughs> no, no, but listen, I never even checked my voicemails. So <laughs> I'm not even thinking that, yeah, right, that, you, that yeah. my girlfriend was like, at the time, was like, I'm going to check his voicemail. Right, exactly. Like, I wasn't even thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, you wouldn't, but a woman. Yeah, <laughs> so she checked the voicemail, and I guess she left some very. You know, her intuition was like something. Something. Well, mm-hmm. you, you know, I mean, that could have been true, but. I guess I was just saying this because I t- I do understand that the role of a side chick mm-hmm. is that it's fulfilling the selfish like me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you could do that for a certain period of time, but at some point in time, you're going to come clean about like how that feel. Because especially if you care or you in a situation with somebody and they have access, the big, you know, my biggest thing about this whole side chick thing what? is that access I don't want anyone, if if I do something to hurt someone that uh-huh. has that much access to me, mm-hmm. that's damaging. That's very, that's very, that's very scary. Right. Because if, if I have someone and I'm in a relationship or I'm married with and I have this side chick, mm-hmm. if she knows all my business mm-hmm. and, and, and exposes that, you know, I don't, that's not a good thing down the line. It's so I'm not. conscious of that. I'm very conscious yeah. of that. I would rather say, let's swing. 
Right. Or this is where I'm lacking at. Well, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just saying that's that the, the threesome. I would rather say that. That's your thoughts on that. I would say, too, you know, like, I mean, I think that people have to understand that when you are ready to get into a deeply committed relationship, you know, some people just want it for various things. They don't want to be alone. They want the title, a bunch of different things. But you have to be real with yourself because you're right. You mentioned something very pivotal that you have to be ready not to be selfish and you have to be willing, you know what I'm saying? And like have a desire to want to invest in something that's bigger than you. And that's, and that's real. You know what I mean? That's something that's bigger than you. And if you invest in that thing that's bigger than you, you can watch it grow bigger than you. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that people sometimes get frustrated with the investment because if, they, if it's not yielding a return or if it's like, you know, whatever, uh, you, know you got to go through these different it's stages. It's an immediate return. That's the issue. Yeah. The issue is that we, most people want mm-hmm. immediate returns. Right. And that's why, and, and this is the one thing I wanted to, we talked about. Mm-hmm. Women are now more in control of the sex, mm-hmm. but men are more in control of the marriage. Okay, break that down for us. Break that down. So what that means is that women are winning out here by you know determining who they're gonna sleep with and mm-hmm. how it is. But one of the things I will add to that is that that's being devalued every day. And the reason why I'm saying that's being Especially with a side chick. Yeah, no, yeah, the, the side chick is devaluing it, and that getting no, yeah, no, the get, not getting sex is not the jig-a-boo, same anymore. Like you said, yeah, the jigaboo, the Johnny yeah, girl. the Johnny girls, like that. <laughs> no, nah, because what happens is sex is not having that that value that it once right. had. Yeah, you know, it used to right. be once a, a woman gave you access to her. It was it was, you had to put that, some work in. Now right. you now don't even have to put any work in. Now right. it's a it's an online dating app that you can swipe. you can swipe get okay. over here or yeah you can hook up and it's there. So I say all that to say that women uh, get into a dating long term dating and relationships and then it's up to the man. Uh huh. So when I say it's up to the man, the man has to ultimately want to marry you and feel that you're the person that he wants to spend right. his life with. Um, a lot of times, women may put themselves in a, a box of saying, mm-hmm. I'm a good woman, I cook, I do these things. Uh-huh. But the other side is, do you make me a better man? Right. Oh. Okay. That's the deep part of it. So yeah. it's, it, I, I'm saying we can all get in. Gene- generic basic relationships mm-hmm. of somebody giving you sex, cooking, cleaning, you can Being call them and talk to them. Just basic stuff. Yeah. But how many people make the other person better? better. That's true. And in order to make me better... Major key. No, listen. Major key. In order to make me better, you gotta be... You have to be... You're not being in tune with yourself. You do. You have, you have to, to be the best version of you to be able to help somebody else. And I'm not saying we're not always growing. Right. I'm saying that if my stuff or my shit ain't together, mm-hmm. how the hell can I help you? That's true. That is true. How can I help you and I can't help myself? So yeah. that's one of the key things. And and like I said, a lot of women, marriage right now is really like at an all-time low. Well, I don't know about all that. No, I'm saying getting married is, is a low. I'm not saying people yeah. are not getting married. I'm yeah. just saying you it's it's being looked you at. You mean like people rushing into marriage? Yeah, I'm saying right. people rushing into marriage is at an all time low. Like people are not just because. Yeah, you're right. I agree. With sex that. is so accessible. Mm-hmm. Why do I feel like I need to get married or even in a relationship? Yeah, and I think you're right. I think that whole key of does this 
add some type of like kind of value to me. You yeah. know, the thing Am is, I better? Is what's really making or, or or make someone really examine that piece of art? Do I want to move this way? You know, into into this marriage or move into you know this more lens of commitment? You're right because um, I remember too on a little black love thing, Devon um, Franklin. Remember, I don't know if you saw right. his thing kind of went viral when he was saying how you know as a single man he was good. He was good, but when he got married, he became great. Right. You know what I'm saying or whatever, and that's real. You know, I could I could identify with that too. You know, I'm getting can too as a married woman. You know, like the single woman, I'm good all day. You know what I mean, or whatever, because I know who I am. I'm in tune with myself. And just various things, you know what I mean? But with him, I am greater. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm better because there's just certain things that he helps me fine tune, you know, and just so I, I can identify with that. So that was a, that was a good point. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and I, I could say in, in certain relationships that I've been in that I've I've had women that have made me better. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I can definitely yeah. agree to that. So if you are a sad chick. Uh, or you are thinking about applying to be a side chick, um, just you know, kind of be cautious with the wind with that because mm-hmm. you know uh, the the job doesn't seem like it lasts that long. I mean, the job doesn't seem like it lasts that long, and I mean, you know, it seems like you know it's a big expiration date on that one, possibly. Yeah. So just wanted to throw that out there and bring that to your attention because uh, I couldn't believe that there was a whole show about this. Yeah. Like, yo, they said Ratchet TV. Yeah, they say they said they just got more ratchet. Yeah, just got more ratchet. <laughs> well, listen, we hope you guys enjoyed this segment. Yeah. Um, me and Lex have poured our hearts out. Most the most relatable share stories. Yeah, with we, you. yeah, share, yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, we share Snickers with you. So listen, stick around as Lex closes with Pillow Talk. We'll be right back. All right. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and wind things down with Pillow Talk. Just because certain traits in your partner aren't prevalent, it doesn't mean that they're not present. Try not to give up or give in without giving the proper time and effort to nourish those areas that are still growing in your partner and in your partnership. Woo, 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 woo. I love it when Lex is closing with the pillow talk like this because guess what? It gives us some type of closure to the show. That's right. All right, so, yeah, so here's what we're doing now. Um... Lex, they want to reach you. Oh, yeah. You know, you can reach me. My handle is Ask Lex Harris. That's by IG, Facebook, website. Okay. Um, for me, I am Ryan Whitfield mm-hmm. on all platforms. Um, what I want to say is that if you guys aren't subscribed to us on iTunes, make sure you go listen uh, to us on SoundCloud, yes. YouTube, or our Facebook page. Yes. Definitely check out the YouTube. Yeah, it's about yeah. to get popping yes. with our web series. Yes. So listen, um, just want to introduce you to something. So we're going to be... Um, launching a web series mm-hmm. called Intimacy Live. Yes. And we get very candid with people that want to share their take on love, yes. relationships, dating, sex. sex. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be airing on our YouTube page and we'll be adding on our Instagram page. Yes. So make sure you guys tune in. Um, until next time, stay, stay connected. connected. Bye. You've been listening to the Intimacy Uncovered podcast. You can win a pre-released copy of the Intimacy Uncovered book. Go sign up now at IntimacyUncovered.com.